What up, Bears fans? What a mess of a day. Last preseason game, Bears-Bills today, and it couldn't have started off any more rough. Over the last few years, it's been more and more impossible to get down to Soldier Field, the location it's at, parking situation. It's a mess. If you've been down there before, you know what I'm talking about. It's about two options that the Bears officially have to get down to the games. Option A is to pay three, four hundred, five hundred bucks per day to park in and or near the stadium. And the other option is to park in the lower Millennium Park garages down on Lower Wacker underneath and shuttle over on some school buses. And well, not everyone's got the Skrilla to shovel to park at the game near the stadium every week, and those that do still end up sitting on Lakeshore Drive for hours on end trying to get through the traffic and actually make it to the football game. Today, going to the Millennium Garages, which we thought would have been the better plan, was a mess. No buses running, no one, let, no one managing anything in any kind of decent common sense kind of way, actually get people to the games that they're, you know, hoping to go and enjoy. But enjoy, I did not. Let's see, we started off the football game today. Two drives of our first string offense. Yeah, how did that look? Three and out. Kick it away. Defense looks mid at best. More of that bend, don't break. And, well, they were breaking most of the game. Get the ball back. Another three and out. So that first string offense, we're looking hot. Looking hot for the Packers. Love how the offensive line has already declined from the first preseason game to now. I understand the injuries and all that, but what do we got? It's just like last year and every other year. You got people moving all over the place, you know. Whether we had a great practice or not, you got people switching positions on the offensive line, and it just looks mediocre at best. How am I not surprised? But I guess uh, just before the end of the first quarter there, you know, DJ Moore had another amazing play. Again, not like it was anything that was designed fantastically by Getze. Not that it was a great play call, but we happened to get DJ Moore, probably the best move Poles has ever made. And then the guy's a goat. I mean, he's out there, he's making people miss, and he's going to be able to score some points for us, but... Pull Fields out, you know, start switching around with it after the first quarter. And what do we come away with after having our first string in? Three points. Three points. You are not going to beat the fucking Packers going all the way down the field and scoring three points every drive. I don't care how dog shit the Packers are or aren't. You're not going to beat the Packers doing that. And, you know, they got closer at the end of the game with, you know, everyone playing their third string guys and, Whoever may or may not make the team and all that bull crap. Useless. Our first string offense, I wouldn't even count those three points as the first string offense's work. But we'll give them the three points. And that's all we got to show for. So what do we do? Take them all out of the game. Not, we don't need any more practice. We don't need any more reps. Oh yeah, we're ready to play the Packers. Three points. Pathetic. Besides all that, I guess it was more of the... Uh, QB battle today. Everyone's wondering who's going to be, you know, the number two guy. 
And of course, after last week, he did slim to none. But I guess all the higher ups and all the coaches and everyone's got some emotional, sentimental attachment to this baguette guy. And he looks all right. Don't get me wrong. Better than any other backup QB I guess I've seen on the Bears squad for who knows how long. So, you know, maybe he'll make an all right second, third guy. But everyone seems to be so hyped on him that he's going to be number two. Peterman is still better. Peterman did not get any reps today. He look, he's looked better in practice. He's a more experienced quarterback. He throws better. His technique is there. He makes better decisions quicker. But looks to me, I mean, we'll see when the 53-man roster comes out uh, later this week or next week or whatever it is, who's going to be the number two guy. But fields go down. field goes down at some point, you know, throughout the season. And then we're left with Baguette, you know, rookie guy. Maybe he'll do all right. You know, he's got the energy. He seems to have the enthusiasm. You know, he he likes being a bear. He likes who he's playing for. Great. But, again, it's all hypothetical speculation. And from what I've seen on the field, Peterman's still the better choice. But none of that matters. Offensive line, what a mess. What a mess. Again, you've got Whitehair, who was taking... All the snaps in the offseason. All the reps with Fields. And whatever other quarterbacks, of course. Not even the guy, the asshole we picked up from the Packers the other year. Because he's hurt, as usual, or just not playing or whatever. Guess this uh, cram-it-up-your-ass Kramer guy. Someone we might have drafted last year. Not really sure exactly where he came from. But uh, I guess he's our starting center now. As of this week. So, yeah, let's not keep him out there and get more reps out of that guy with the first-string offense. Let's A couple of three-and-outs, we're ready to go. We're going to beat the Packers a couple of weeks. Right. Right. So, I guess, what were the positives today? Any, any positives that came out of today's game? Well, two things. Last week, I guess it's one thing, it's two players. Last week, I was very disappointed and. The last couple of weeks, it looks like our special teams has nobody who, I mean, the entire team, there's not really a lot of people that look like they know how to tackle. And on special teams, it's just been looking pathetic. So I've been concerned not only about the Velas Jones situation, and by golly, I hope they end up keeping Scott, number 13, another rookie we picked up, I think this year. Instead, the guy can actually feel the punt. Looked a lot better on special teams. The one one kick where they were going to be pinned deep. The ball, it was a little windy today, so the ball ended up, you know, drifting pretty high up, and the Bills weren't exactly sure where it was, so he pulled up and off of it, you know, making it look like the kick was shorter than it was, and he drew the guys uh, more towards him. The ball ended up, you know, bouncing at the 8-yard line and going through the end zone then afterwards. So that was great. We got ended up starting at the 20-yard line. You know, we went nowhere afterwards. We ended up starting at the 20-yard line instead of the 8, the 10-yard line or, you know, getting muffed and the Bills scoring a touchdown. If we had Velas Jones out there, he just lets it bounce. It's like down it, you know, nice, nice and on the inside. Trenton Gill, our punter who we've had for a couple of years now, he still looks great. Really excited about the work that he's been doing. Flipping the field is going to be a big part of uh, what we're going to be doing this year if we 
We still got a solid punter. Hopefully he can keep him pinned deep. So Scott's looking good. He also had later in the game the uh, 50-60 yard return on kickoff again, with, with slim to no blocking sitting right there in the north end zone. And you see just all the white jerseys penetrate the navy blue ones right in front of you. And Scott somehow managed to slip his way around the jerseys and, and ended up going for 50-60 yards. So I hope that was enough to prove to, uh, to the higher-ups that he's the one that they need to keep. Velas Jones, I guess, was hurt anyway now, so I mean, cut his ass. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Keep Scott instead. The other thing I saw on special teams today was the uh, the punt blocking team. And this guy, Ford, number 32. There's Someone's been using 32 on the defensive side of the ball. I think, uh, I don't know, Smith. He's wearing 32 on the other side of the field. But this guy, Ford, actually penetrated and blocked a punt and gave us half of a chance toward the end of the game to actually win. Not that we really had a chance anyway. But I hadn't seen that in, gee, I don't know, 10 years. Someone actually, you know, penetrating and getting in there and blocking a punt. It was impressive to see. So there's a couple of guys on special teams that might be able to put some work in for us, which was nice. But I'm concerned. There's no way we're going to beat the Packers with the way that we've been looking. And the defense, yet to be seen. You know, some, some starting guys that were out there, you know, in the secondary and you had Gibson up front all day and a couple of the rookies we picked up. But where are all these other free agents that we signed from other teams that are supposed to be some big shit, fantastic whatever? Uh, we have yet to see Edmonds at the linebacker position this this offseason, preseason, any of these games. Edwards was out there for, again, what, two drives, two possessions, you know? When, when, when are we going to get the reps in? I get that they're hypothetically already good players, but they're on a new fucking squad. I mean, how the hell are you supposed to actually get a defense put together when you don't you're not playing next to the same guys every week? So this whole preseason thing is just nonsense at this point. In my opinion, the coaching staff and everyone else, they haven't put a damn thing together to open up week one, September tenth, against the fucking Packers. To be able to make it like we're going to stand a chance. Looks the same as last year. Looks the same as the year before. Nagy, Eberflus, whoever. It's a coaching staff. It's, it's the one thing I was worried about all offseason. Was we might get some new players. Some, again, hypothetically better guys. Haven't seen them play for the Bears. Still haven't seen our first string anything all put together on, on the field. If you believe it's just going to magically happen... Get all put together on game day against the Packers. Jeez, you're smoking the drapes. It's yet to be seen. Fields is still a mess. You know, it's uh, it's the preseason. We'll get it put together. You know, we're saving it. We're saving it all for week one. Saving what? There was one play toward the beginning of the first half where, you know, it ended up getting called, called back regardless, some offensive holding bullshit that they didn't call later in the game on either side of the ball. Komet was wide open out in the flat at about the 10, 15-yard line in the red zone. And Fields, I mean, like wide open, no one anywhere near him. And Fields, no pressure on him, still can't get the ball right into his hands. The guy's got to jump and twist and 
It's all over the place. Oh, it's like Fields. He's right there. He's wide open. So not only did Fields look terrible on that play, but even after Komet caught the ball, I get that. I don't know if he saw the flag or not and just gave up on it. But the end zone was there for the taking, and he just tiptoed out of bounds. It's pathetic. So Fields' throwing ability is, again, yet to be seen. Well, thank God we haven't extended him or given him any kind of guarantees or extra money at this point. This is his year to prove it now. He either puts up or shuts up because it sure looks like the higher-ups are feeling better on this baguette guy than uh, Fields because Fields wasn't Poles' pick. It's not his guy. So if he's not going to put up this year, he's gone. More than likely. I could see it happening for good, bad, or otherwise. But usually the quarterback, you know, is more of a uh, someone who throws the football kind of position. You know, and you got running backs to do the running. So when you got a quarterback that can do some mediocre throwing, I'm sure the other running backs on the squad could throw the football about just as good as Fields could. I don't know. Haven't seen it, but everyone's talking hypothetical this and, well, maybe that, maybe these guys will be good. And, you know, they, great week at practice. Please forget about it. Forget about it. So, I don't know, just have to wait and see now. I wanted to be excited to go to opening day against the Packers. I thought, you know, after that first preseason game, looking at how the offensive line looked and, you know, picking up DJ Moore, we still got Herbert. You know, those kinds of guys are going to carry the offense on their back, regardless of how good fields may or may not be. He doesn't need to throw the ball downfield. The blocking situation was looking good, and these guys can make people miss. So you don't have to huck the ball, you know, 40, 50, 60 yards down the field to score big game touchdowns. You just got to get it to the guys who are going to make people miss, run assholes over. But I'm nervous. I don't think we're going to be looking good against the Packers. Seeing a lot of the same bullshit today that I was seeing all last year. And we won, what, three games? Definitely didn't beat the Packers. Hell, I... I'd love if we just won two games this year. It was both against the Packers. But I don't know. So, regardless of how the team is going to look, good luck getting to the game, opening day. Thank God it starts at 3 o'clock. People actually have a chance to do some things in the morning and get out to the game and maybe actually get there on time. It's a fucking mess trying to get down there. But, hey, maybe we'll end up in Arlington Heights. Maybe they'll fuck that situation up, too. But maybe they'll put in something a little better, you know, for the people who are investing in the team. You know, do the fans a solid. Figure the uh, people supporting the organization would be the people you want to keep happy. But maybe not. Maybe not. If we end up in Arlington Heights, though, you know they're going to put a dome on that bitch. And that just kills the identity of Bears football. It's Chicago. Founding fathers of the NFL. Chicago Bear football. Papa Bear Palace. And you're going to come out there and put a dome on that shit. Put in some AstroTurf. Give in to all the new age West Coast NFL style bullcrap. It ain't going to work. What happened to home field advantage? Everyone's got the same turf. Same indoor dome. Playing at 70 degrees. You know, year round. Temperature controlled, perfect conditions. That ain't football. And it damn straight ain't Bears football. 
Take away the identity of the team, culture of the team in Chicago. I mean, it's called Bears football for a reason. And they're stripping away every piece of that, every chance they get. Now, I guess uh did see good old George McCaskey on the way out of the stadium today. And I was bitching and yapping on the way out about whatever. And, oh, he seems like a nice enough guy. You know, take a picture and whatever. You don't want to slander the dude, you know, right then and there. But, gee, did I have some words for him. A lot of things I could say, but... Then again, what does he care about some lonely third-generation Bears fan, you know, from a family that's been supporting him for 60 years? Don't know if he does or doesn't, but might see him again soon enough and find out. Going up to Hallis Hall in a week or two, do some kind of luncheon for some season ticket holders, and eh, who knows who is and isn't up there, and you get a chance to holler at him. But at some point... You know, the reporters aren't in the conference room asking the real questions. They don't do it. Fans will express the real opinions, ask the real questions. But, I don't know. Virginia, I know you're out there. There's no way you approve of how the Bears have been playing football and running the show for the last, well, I guess let's call it 13 years. Me and Pops were talking after. He's like, well, when I started going, you know, they were bad and they got better as it went. So you had it better because when you started going, they were all right. Then they went to the Super Bowl in 05, 06 and, and whatever. And I was like, yeah. And after that, it all went downhill. There was an old hypothetical that I always asked in my younger days, not knowing as much as I do now. Can the Bears ever play the Packers in the Super Bowl? No, but they can play in the championship game. But, nah, that'll never happen. You know, that'll never happen. And then 2010 happened. And it doesn't matter how many games they win or don't win. After something like that, you had a good season. You had a good season. You know, they won some games. They had a half-decent squad. The end of, you know, the premium defense that they had through the 20, 2000s. Beginning of 2010 there. When they all eventually started to fall off after that. After a loss like that, man, it doesn't matter what you did all season long. It's about the worst season of football I ever saw. And it's never gotten better since. Again, 2018 was okay. You know, defense was good. They were the ones that keep you in the games. Again, that's 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 Bears football. That's the Bears identity, you know. Offense, you're not going out there doing anything too crazy. You're scoring tons and tons of points, you know, 30, 40 points a game, a game. Forget about it. It's the defense that's supposed to keep you in the game. The defense that's supposed to create turnovers. Defense that's supposed to be hard-nosed. Every team comes into your house, and they're worried about playing your defense. They don't know if they're going to be able to get up and play the next week. Speaking of, I thought it was a new thing in the NFL now, you know, after the whole... Speaking of, yeah, of course, the, it was the Bills today. So it was, what, last year where that Hamlin guy went down on the field and whatever and carted him off and the whole thing got canceled and ended up messing with the schedule and the whole AFC postseason stuff, whatever. But it was just last week now that the Bears, not the Bears, the Patriots and the fucking Packers played. And some guy, I don't know the full story, but all I know is some Someone got hurt, someone got injured, and he got carted off the field. 
And they stopped the game. They suspended the game. Pats win. Game over. What was it? The end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter? So today, same kind of deal happens. You know, one of our guys goes down. I think it was some offensive lineman. Bigger dude goes down. They bring the card out. And they card him out of the game. You know, he looked like he was all right, but they carded him off. So the game suspended? Game over? No. So, I mean... Where, where are we going to draw the line with any of this shit? I mean, the referees, God, everyone knows how fucking terrible they are. Inconsistent is all get up. Never call things both ways. You call it one way, you call it the other way. You call it the beginning of the game, you don't call it the rest of the game. I don't know if anyone, even, you know, the players, the coaches, understand the rules as completely as they should. Because stuff gets called so left, right, and sideways... How the fuck are you supposed to have a clue? And it seems that the uh, commissioner is, is all okay with that because you cart a guy off a field in one game, suspend it, cancel it, call it over. Whoever, you know, whoever's up at the time wins. Man, we better not see that during the regular season. But then they didn't do that today. Guy gets carted off. The game was already over, more or less. We weren't going to win this game. We had no chance. And even if we were, I mean, who cares? It's the preseason. Shut it down. Send us home. And we don't have to wait in line for five hours to get, you know, shuttled back to Bears official parking down in the Millennium Garages. Sit in traffic for another four hours after that. It's going to be a mess. Everyone's still, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid, though. Bears are big turnaround team this year. They're really going to do it. And everyone's talking big game. We got, uh, you know, Darnell Mooney, who's going to be big. We got Komet. We got Fields. We got all this and, and that. It's, it's all, again, it's all speculation. Everything I've seen on the field at game day, when it matters, is a big pile of steaming dog shit. And I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better than that. So, trying to keep our heads held high, praying, keep the bears in your prayers, because week one is going to be tough, and I'm hoping that everyone's going to show up to play, beat the living shit out of the fucking Packers. Either way, podcast is going to get a lot more either violently happy or violently pissed off after the regular season game kick it off first game of the season it's gonna get intense been trying to keep the energy low conserve myself but once the real stuff hits it's gonna get legit till next time bears fans bear down